Hello, people of Earth and Anchor and Spotify podcast listeners. Welcome to this weekend's this week's edition of Midday Movie Madness's Weekly Weekend Warrior. I'm your host, Movie Guru. Happy birthday today to rapper Ice Cube, Kim Kardashian's daughter, Northwest, who turns 10, actress Helen Hunt, actor Neil Patrick Harris, who turns 50, actress Courtney Cox, and many others. Rocky too. 2019's The Incredibles 2 and Tag, 2017 Snatched, 2005's Batman Begins, the 2012 TV show Gravity Falls, 1988's Bull Durham, Laura Croft Tomb Raider from 2001, and 2012's That's My Boy, all debuted today. Today is also Mid-Cape Sport Coaches Stephen Taylor and Kathy Viola Taylor and Harrison Ford and Callista Flockhart's wedding anniversaries. Happy day early birthday to my Boston sports-loving friend, Connor Spillman, whose birthday is tomorrow, June 16th. His birthday pals include the late rapper Tupac Shakir and football player Justin Jefferson. June 16th also happens to be the debut date for 2019 from... 2019's TV show Euphoria, 1999's Disney's Tarzan, 2017's The Book of Henry and Cars 3, and 1978's iconic musical comedy Grease, and Batman Forever and Ghostbusters 2. A late congrats goes out to Michelle Garden-Hill of Plymouth, who became a first-time grandma June 9th with the arrival of her grandson, Aiden Glenn Farrick. Belated congrats to all the Special Olympics athletes who competed in this weekend's 2023 Summer Games. As long as you did your best, showed great sportsmanship, and had fun, you are a winner in my book, regardless of getting a ribbon or a medal. I want to give an early wedding shout-out to Rita Kasky's son, Matt, and his fiancée, Kylie, whose birthday happens to be today, for their June 17th wedding. Mazel tov to you two. June 17th is also singer Barry Manilow's and TV actor K.J. Appa's birthdays. And the debut date for 1999's Big Daddy, 1983's Superman 3, 2005's The Perfect Man, 1986's The Great Outdoors, 2016's Finding Dory, 2011's Green Lantern and 2022's Lightyear, neither of which Hollywood speaks of, and 2011's Pop, Mr. Popper's Penguins. Sunday, June 18th is Father's Day, that holiday that honors the fathers and fatherly figures along with fatherhood and paternal bonds. I would like to send out an enormous early Father's Day shout out to all of the fathers and out there whether they're pet dads, surrogate and foster fathers, stepfathers, grandfathers, single dads, and future fathers-to-be like Britt Brown, Andy Wallace, Andrew Kasky. I'd also like to send a huge Father's Day shout-out to all the fathers I know out there, including but not limited to my own father, Bob Engelman, my late grandfathers, Howard Engelman and Peter Bartson, John Wittick, Daniel Bryan, whose birthday is soon, 
Glenn Engelman, recent new dads Joe Ruggiero, sorry if I messed that up, Adam LeBeau and Johnny Muller, Justin Setcher, whose son Mikhail just turned one on June 9th, Stephen Schwartz, Aaron Abramowitz, David Maron, Ami Aris, Robert Leader, C.V. Ellie, Tom Engelman, Todd Fulweiler, Joe Spohn, Soren Spohn, Warren Phillips, Moshe Engelman, Daniel Rivera, Lloyd Niven, Brian Higgins, Peter Nagel, Nick Martin, Ricky Soares, Michael Bobo, Slater Merriman, Chris Montan, Jeff Phillips, Peter Barton, Charlie Stockman, John Leonetti, Stephen Taylor, Brett Bell, Andy Zadro, Todd McCabin, Jim Engelman, Tom Engelman, Alan LeBeau, Jimmy Wood, Jeremy Vallone, David Abramowitz, Sammy Engelman, Jeff Daffner, and all the other dads I probably forgot. I would like to wish a very happy early 11th birthday to my cousin, Alexander Pfeiffer Leader's son, Roberto Martin, whose birthday happens to be June 9th, June 19th, which happens to be also the Juneteenth holiday. June 20th is Lionel Richie, Nicole Kidman, and John Goodman's birthdays. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. June 20th is the debut anniversary for the ground, for the God Shark, I mean Godfather of all summer blockbusters, the one and only trailblazing psychological 1975 thriller Jaws, the very first film shot on Martha's Vineyard, which popularized the island, and the island has never forgotten it as they totally glorify the shark. Other June 20th debuts include 1997's My Best Friend's Wedding and Batman and Robin, which practically bury the Batman film franchise until Batman Begins saved it, 2016's Independence Day Resurgence, 1974's Chinatown, 2008's Camp Rock and Get Smart, and 1980's Blue Lagoon. Chris Pratt and Prince William have summer solstice birthdays June 21st. That day isn't just the official first day of summer and the longest day of the year. It's also the debut dates for 2002's Lilo and Stitch, 1996's The Hunchback of Notre Dame, 2019's Child's Play remake and Toy Story 4, 2013's The Bling Ring and Monsters University, and 2016's The Shallows as well. Milo, Miles Morales and the Spider-Verse and the Transformers had a super close race at the box office last weekend, but it was the bots who came out on top and uh, squashed Spidey's new film, well, like an insect. The seventh entry in the series, Transformers Rise of the Beast, technically a sequel to the 1980s set Bumblebee and a prequel to the first live-action Transformers film, took the North American box office top spot in its first weekend with a $60.5 million lead. It made $110 million from overseas markets, giving it $170.5 million global debut. But Miles Morales and the other Spider-People weren't that far behind it. 
The Spider-Verse sequel took 54, $55.4 million in its second weekend. In just two weeks, it's already passed the total domestic box office gross of the first film with $225.4 million and become the highest grossing Sony Pictures animation release. Third place went to Disney's The Little Mermaid, which earned 23 million dingle hoppers in its third weekend. The live-action remake has made 414.2 million dingle hoppers worldwide. According to IMDb.com, this is the first Transformers film that with no Decepticons. Actually, all the villains happen to be Terracons. And Pete ba- Davidson based his performance as Mirage on his famous co- favorite comic actors, Adam Sandler and Jim Carrey, specifically Jim Carrey's 1994 film, The Mask. I do have some sad news to report. Variety.com announced June 13th, 89-year-old Cormac McCormick, a Pulitzer Prize-winning novelist who endured decades of obscurity and poverty, performed film versions of All the Pretty Horses, No Country for Old Men, and The Road brought him a wide readership and financial security, died Tuesday in Santa Fe, New Mexico. His publisher, Penguin Random House, said his son John McCarthy announced his death from natural causes. Extremely reclusive, McCarthy shunned publicity so effectively that one critic observed he wasn't much even famous for it. But Joel and Ethan Cohen's 2008 adaption of 2005 novel No Country for Old Men put him momentarily in the limelight. The crime thriller, which starred Tommy Lee Jones, Javier Bardem, and Josh Brolin, won Oscars for Best Picture, Director, Adapted Screenplay, and Supporting Actor. But McCarthy's first novel, The Orchid Keeper, The Orchard Keeper, was published in 1965. Commercial success eluded him until his 1992 National Book Award winning All the Pretty Horses and the film version in 2000 began to turn his career around. Said in West Texas between 1949 and 1951, Pretty Horses was the first McCarthy's Border Trilogy, followed by The Crossing in 1994 and Cities of the Plain, in 1998. But the film, directed by Billy Bob Thornton, starring Matt Damon, Penelope Cruz, and Henry Thomas, opened to mostly negative reviews. In 2009, John Hillcoat directed a powerful film version of McCarthy's Pulitzer Prize-winning 2006 novel, The Road. A post-apocalyptic father-son story, the film starred Viggo Mortensen, Cody Smith and McFeed, Charlie Theron and Robert Duvall. Critical reception was largely favorable, but the bleak movie opened to modest returns at the box office. In 2013, director Ridley Scott turned out crime drama The Counselor, based on an original script by McCarthy. McCarthy also penned the five-act play The Stone Mason, first performed in 1995. In 2022, he published two novels, the Passenger, and Stella Maris. 93-year-old comic book artist John Romita Sr. passed away June 12th. He co-created or and co-created 
many of Marvel's most influential characters, like the vigilante anti-hero Punisher, the crime boss Kingpin, Mary Jane Watson, and Wolverine. Alas, the crew Clearwater Marine Aquarium's young four-year-old bottlenose dolphin Apollo, who was rescued in, in late 2021, swam up to that ocean the sky Monday. My deepest condolences go out to the CMA family. Apollo may be gone in spirit, but his memory will live on in your hearts. 71-year-old veteran screen actor Creed Williams, who had a main role in the musical Hair and was known for his role as Dr. Andy Brown in the WB drama TV series Everwood, was killed Monday afternoon in a motorcycle accident in Vermont. He was also in White Collar, Blue Bloods, We Own This City, and Chicago Fire. It was announced this morning, 87-year-old British Oscar winner Glenda Jackson passed away. She won Oscars for her roles in 1969's Woman in Love and Melvin Frank's A Touch of Class in 1973, and then went on to have a career in politics before returning to Hollywood. She was also in Sunday Bloody Sunday and played Queen Elizabeth in both 1971's Mary, Queen of Scots, and again the next year in the BBC series Elizabeth R. Her final role is in the upcoming film The Great Escaper. Rest in peace to all. And if that does, wasn't bad enough news, Wheel of Fortune host Pat Sajak announced Monday he's taking one final spin as the iconic TV game show's host. Sajak said that after the show's currently filming 41st season, he will be retiring as host, but will remain on the show as a consultant. In much better news, congrats to Orange is the New Black alumni, Uzo Abdabda. She's pregnant. She debuted her baby bump on the Tony's red carpet earlier this week. This will be her and husband Robert Sweeting's first child. Speaking of babies, ETCanada.com announced this afternoon Al Pacino has reportedly welcomed his fourth child at the age of 83. TMZ reports that the actor's girlfriend, Noor Alfala, 29, recently gave birth, as per sources close to the couple. Although the exact timing of baby Pacino's birth is unclear, the source added that the parents are over the moon. The sex of the baby really also remains unknown. The website also reported earlier today, Conor McGregor's family is growing even bigger. On Wednesday, the former UFC champ revealed on Live with Kelly and Mark that he and fiance Dee Devlin are expecting their fourth child. Asked about life at home with his three kids, McGregor said, Things are going well. We've also got another one on the way. In a couple more weeks, we'll be able to find out what the sex of the baby is. We're very excited back home. A lot of great things happening. I'm very, very blessed and very thankful. Every day I smile up to God and thank God, he added. McGregor and Devlin have two young sons, Connor Jr., six, and Rian, two, as well as four-year-old daughter, Croya Maurad. June 13th, it was announced that rapper Eminem's oldest daughter, 
Elena Scott got married to Matt Muller last week in an outdoor wedding in front of 150 guests in Detroit, Michigan. Paw Patrol is on a roll. Not only is the Paw Patrol show turning 10 Pawtastic years old in August, but the first trailer and poster for Paw Patrol, the Mighty Movie, the sequel to 2021's Paw Patrol, the Movie, dropped Monday, June 12th, starring the voices of McKenna Grace, Kristen Cavery, Kim Kardashian, Marcy Martin, Tarayaji P. Henson, Northwest, St. West, Kristen Bell, James Marston, and Finn Liep, the film will unleash its powers in theaters September 29th this year. Fasten your seatbelts, Fast and Furious fans. While Fast X ended on quite the cliffhanger, star Vin Diesel revealed the release date for Fast X Power 2 June 9th. It's coming to theaters April 4th, 2025, less than two years away from now. Speaking of release dates, Deadline.com just reported this afternoon, Apple Original Films and Matthew Vaughn's Marv have set the release date for Vaughn's spy thriller Argyle. The film will be released in theaters worldwide in partnership with Universal Pictures on February 2nd, 2024, before streaming worldwide, globally on Apple TV+. Argyle follows the globetrotting adventures of super spy Argyle across the U.S., London, and other exotic locations. Pick stars Henry Cavill, Bryce Dallas Howard, Sam Rockwell, Brian Cranston, Catherine O'Hara, John Cena, Dua Lipa, Adriana DeBoves, and Samuel Jackson. Disney did an enormous release shuffle on Tuesday. Avatar fans were shocked to discover the third Avatar film has been pushed back a year, thus bumping up the other two sequels. So theaters goers won't be able to return to Pandora until December 2025. Many Marvel films also got shuffled around, mostly just release date shuffles and stuff like that. But there is good news. Deadpool's long-awaited return is coming in May 2024. And two of the three untitled Star Wars films that were teased at April's big Star Wars fan celebration have release dates just six months apart. The new date changes are as follows. Meant for May 3rd, 2024, Captain America Brave New World now opens July 26, 2024. Taking Thunderbolt's spot from that day and shoving Thunderbolts to December 20th, 2024. The untitled Deadpool 3, which will have Yazzie, which will not have Zazzy Beats returning as Domino takes that vacant May 3rd spot for next year instead of opening up on November 8th next year, which is now when 20th Century's Rami Malek thriller The Amateur Bows, an untitled alien event film, makes contact with the big screen on August 16th, and the live-action Moana sets sail for theaters June 27, 2025.
the Blade reboot will sink his fangs into box into theaters, not on September 6, 2024, as originally planned, but on Valentine's Day, 2025. Yes, folks, we are getting a Blade film on Valentine's Day. His move booted the Fantastic Four remake from that day to May 2, 2025. Avatar 3, meant for December 20th, 2024, will now open up on December 19, 2025. The first unknown Star Wars, untitled Star Wars movie set for that December 19th spot has taken over theater, will take over theater galaxies May 22nd, 2026. Meant to arrive December 18th, 2026, Avatar 4 won't see the light of day until December 21st, 2029. With the second untitled Star Wars film hyper-jumping into that December 18th, 2026 spot, just six months after the first untitled Star Wars film. Avengers The Kang Dynasty, meant to open May 2nd, 2025, has been moved to May 1st, 2026, with Avengers Secret Wars, previously dated for that day, opening up on May 5th, 2027. And the final Avatar film, Avatar 5, concludes the series not December 22nd, 2028, but December 19th, 2031. Now, if you excuse the bad Seuss-like rhymes for this short time, back in 2018, it was announced an animated Can the Hat movie would come to the big screen. A few years later, there would be a Thing 1 and Thing 2 spinoff movie and an animated All the Places You'll Go. Strange choices for adaptations, yes, I know. In 2020, when COVID made things slow, Cat in the Hat was given a February 24th, 2024, released by Warner Bros. Well, I have an update on that. The cat won't be out in theaters next February. His big screen return probably won't be until 2025 or 2026. Sorry, get out of my head, Seuss Rums. Out, 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 I say. I don't want to talk like this for the next few days. Calling all French show fans, People.com announced June 14th, you can soon enjoy a cup of joe with pals inside a real-life Central Perk coffee house. People can exclusively announce that Central Perk Coffee Co. is opening its doors in Boston, Mass. Opening later this year, the permanent location will be inspired by the coffee spot and gossip epicenter in Friends. The Warner Brothers sitcom ran from 1994 to 2004 and reached an unprecedented success with stars Jennifer Aniston, Courtney Cox, Lucy Kudrow, David Schwimmer, Matthew Perry, and Matt LeBlanc. Set to open on Newberry Street, Central Perk is a collaboration between Warner Brothers-themed entertainment and Senpur Holdings, LLC, which is comprised of coffee and food experts like Top Chef Judge and restaurateur Tom Colicchio, who has helped to inspire the highly anticipated menu per release. Fans have already been enthralled by the Friends experience in New York City and the Warner Brothers studio tour in Los Angeles, 
with sets that feel that guests are living in the sitcom. However, the Boston narration seeks to take inspiration from the original set, all while operating a modern, fully functional coffeehouse that is here to stay. Deadline.com said yesterday, Carrie Fisher's final film is getting a release at last. The website said, Carrie Fisher said her last movie, Wonderall, Wonderwell is finally getting a release released after a perilous seven-year journey to screen. The Star Wars icon who passed away in late 2016, just weeks after wrapping on the fantasy movie, leads cast alongside singer and actress Rita Ora, Fifty Shades of Grey, Neil Tiger Free, Servant, Sebastian Croft, Heartstopper, and newcomer Kiera Millward. Vertical has acquired North American and UK rights to Vlad Marsavins under the radar directorial debut and is lining up a limited theatrical release via AMC in the US from June 23rd, 2023, followed by a digital release. The journey we have taken on as filmmakers with this movie has been as perilous as that of the movie itself, explained director Marsavan about the delayed release. release. From filming to screen, it has taken us seven years. The visual effects on a movie of this magnitude takes time, but we were challenged by with COVID lockdown and of course the passing of our wonderful Carrie Fisher. Now is the perfect time to share her magical on-screen moments as Hazel. According to Marsavan, the film got bogged down in visual effects challenges after shoot which in turn grew the budget and accounted for the delay. The filmmaker told us this week that the movie will include a dedication to Fisher, whose death in December 2016 came as a huge shock to him and the team. The film, set in present-day Italy in a fantasy world just beyond it, follows a 12-year-old girl on a thrilling quest that transforms her life forever. Broadway.com reported June 14th, the lights of the Lundfontein Theater will dim in memory of Tina Turner. The theater which housed Tina, the musical based on Turner's life, will lower the lights on June 21st at 7 p.m. ET for one minute. Turner died on May 24th at the age of 83. She served as the executive producer on Tina, which ran in the Lunt Fontaine from November 7, 2019 to August 14, 2022. The musical, which originated in London's West End in 2018, featured songs by Turner and songs made famous by her. Adrian Warren starred as Turner. Tina was nominated for 12 Tony Awards in 2020. Warren took home the prize for Best Performance by an Actress in a Leading Role in a Musical. Turner's career, which began in partnership with her then-husband, Ike Turner, spanned more than five decades. She rose to fame with Ike in the 1960s before launching her solo career, during which she won eight Grammys. Among her most famous hits are Proud Mary and River Deep Mountain High. Turner was inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1991 alongside Ike Turner and again as a solo artist in 2021.
To this day, she is known as the queen of rock and roll. After years of delays in off-screen drama, The Flash finally zooms into theaters June 16, 2023. This superhero film stars Ezra Miller, Sasha Kale, Michael Shannon, Ron Livingston, Michael Keaton, and Kiersey Clemens. Barry Allen, a.k.a. The Flash, is the Justice League member who moves at superhuman fast speeds using the Speed Force. But he's always been haunted by his mother's death when he was a child and wished he'd lived. He uses his superpowers to go back in time in order to change the events of the past. But as everybody knows, um, you can't change something in the past without it majorly affecting the future. So he gets trapped in a reality where General Zod is returned and there are no superheroes to turn to unless he can coax a very different Batman out of retirement and rescue an imprisoned Kryptonian. Not the one he's looking for, of course. Ultimately, to save the world he's in and to return to the future he knows, his only hope is to race for his life According to IMDb.com, this is director Andy Muschietti's first non-horror film. Remember, he did the Flash, he did the It films. He stated that parts of the Flashpoint comic book arc will be incorporated into the film. And this film will reportedly ignore the events of 1995's Batman Forever and 1997's Batman and Robin. In fact, it will probably have new stories about Michael Keaton's Batman, to fill in the years between 1992's Batman Returns and this film. Opening in theaters June 16th is Walt Disney Pictures and Pixar's animated animation studio's latest film, the computer-animated dramedy Elemental, with the voices of Leia Lewis, Joe Parra, Mamodo Arthi, Ronnie Del Carmen, Catherine O'Hara, Matt Yang King, and Mason Worthhammer. Set in a world totally populated by anthropomorphic nature elements, fire element Ember Lumen and water element Wade Ripple meet when Wade is accidentally summoned via plumbing accident to Ember's father's convenience store basement. The fiery young woman and easygoing go-with-the-flow guy are about to discover something more elemental than anything, how much they actually have in common. But the problem is the two can never, ever touch and are forbidden to mingle. So how in the world can their relationship work out? According to IMDb.com, this is based on director Peter Son's life with his parents who immigrated from Korea to the United States, not speaking any English, and settled into the Bronx. His family also opened up a grocery store called Son's Fruits and Vegetables, much like Amber's family's store in the film. And the plot was actually inspired by romantic films like 1987's Moonstruck, Guess What's Guess Who's Coming to Dinner in 1967, and 2001's Amelie. 
Also fighting for box office dominance June 16th is the horror comedy The Blackening with Grace Byers, Jeremy Fowler, Antoinette Robertson, Seneca Walls, and Melvin Gregg. Based on Comedy Troupe Repeat's 2018 film, the same name, it skewers the horror movie trope that states the African-American character is usually the first one to kick it in a horror film. An all-black group of friends at a cabin in the woods are ter- faced with a mass killer. The assailant demands that they rate their degrees of blackness so that he can figure out uh, who to kill first. So they have to rely on a mix of street smarts and their own knowledge of horror movie tropes to survive. Speaking of horror comedies, guess what, folks? Lionsgate is bringing the Leprechaun series out of the shadows of the rainbow. The studio is in development on a new entry in the eight-film horror comedy series. It's said to be a remake of the original 1993 Leprechaun film with Warwick Davis and Jennifer Aniston. In the series, which hasn't had a new entry since 2008, the Tyler Revenge-obsessed Leprechaun, Lubden Batowski, terrorizes anyone stupid enough to take his sash of gold coins and does anything he can to make sure they all go, the coins go back where they belong. Excelsior! No comic book writer is more legendary than Marvel comic co-founder and writer Stan Lee. Though he's been gone since November 2018, the visionary icon, who would have been 100 years old December 28th, hasn't been forgotten. The Marvel mastermind is getting his own documentary on Disney Plus June 16th called Stan Lee. The film will be a chance for fans to learn more about the genius who created the entire Marvel world and over 500 characters. Crunchyroll.com announced earlier today, Deadline has revealed new casting details about the forthcoming live a- Knuckles live-action series being produced by Paramount Plus, Paramount Pictures, and Sega. Following that smash success of the Sonic the Hedgehog live-action feature franchise, but we already know that knew that Idris Elba was going to reprise his role as Knuckles the Cheetah from both films. Deadline has revealed that even more actors have agreed to appear in yet-to-be-revealed roles, while others will reprise their roles from the film. As previously announced earlier this year. Adam Polly will reprise his role from the film franchise as Wade Whipple, and Tika Sumter will reprise her role as Maddie. The aforementioned film cast members will also join previously confirmed cast members Edie Patterson, Julie Barrett, Scott Muscuti, e- Ellie Taylor, and Roy McCann in recurring guest star roles, while legendary actors Carrie Ellis, Stocker Channing, Christopher Lloyd, Paul Shear, and Robert Hubel have now joined the cast of the highly anticipated TV series in yet-to-be-defined roles. The Knuckles live-action series will take place between Sonic the Hedgehog 2 and forthcoming Sonic the Hedgehog 3 films, slated for release on December 20, 2024. 
Chris Hemsworth returns as Tyler Rake tomorrow, June 16th, the Netflix original action thriller sequel, Extraction 2. The film, which is a sequel to the streamer's 2020 hit Extraction, finds mercenary Tyler Rake tasked with rescuing a ruthless gangster's family from the prison where they are being held. Speaking of Netflix, we have an official date for its Chicken Run sequel. ComingSoon.net announced yesterday, Netflix has finally announced the Chicken Run 2 release date for Ardman's Animation's long-in-development animated sequel, Dawn of the Nugget. The stop-motion comedy will be available for streaming in December 15, 2023, over two decades since the theatrical release of the first installment. Described as a comedy action adventure with a moving family story at heart, Chicken Run Dawn of the Nugget is the latest collaboration between Netflix and Ardman following the musical short film Robin Robin. On the subject of animal movies, yesterday Variety.com reported during the Annecy Animation Film Festival, Sony Pictures Animation has revealed new details about new details about its first ever R-rated comedy titled Fixed, centering on a dog who goes up for one final night with his friends before getting neutered. At the moment, the studio has not yet announced its official release date. The movie has assembled an all-star voice cast, including Adam Devine as Bull. Idris Elba as Rocco, Catherine Hahn as Honey, Fred Armisen as Fetch, Bobby Monaghan as Lucky, Beck Bennett as Sterling, River Gallo as Frankie, and Michelle Batau as Molasses. Fix is directed by Jandy Tarakovsky from a screenplay he co-wrote with John Vitti. This makes Tarakovsky's first directorial debut directorial project in five years since directing Hotel Transylvania 3 Summer Vacation. Exciting news, Last of Us fans. People.com proclaimed this afternoon, ever wonder what it's like to dodge the infected from The Last of Us in real life? This fall is your chance as Universal Studios is officially bringing the video game turn show to Halloween Horror Nights 2023. The zombie apocalypse will make its way to Universal Orlando Resorts in Florida on September on Friday, September 1st, and Universal Studios Hollywood in California on Thursday, September 7th, through an all-new terrifying haunted house experience. Those who dare enter will experience a post-apocalyptic reality straight out of Naughty Dog and PlayStation's fan-favorite video game, which is also celebrating its 10th anniversary this year. The game received even more hype after HBO turned into a series in January starring Pedro Pascal as Joel and Bella Ramsey as Ellie. With a deadly fungal outbreak spreading rapidly, park goers will have to think like Joel and Ellie and try to survive the terrifying infected, including the runners, stalkers, and clickers, as well as the dangerous humans who make up the hunters. The thrilling setup will feature some famous locations from the game, including the Pittsburgh Quarantine Zone, 
the abandoned hotel grant and the creepy crop tunnels that could have infected lurking around every corner. Last but not least, three recent mega blockbusters make their way to DVD soon. Arriving from Pandora to your theater store galaxy June 20th is 2022's record-breaking, highest-grossing film, the Best Picture, Best Sound, and Best Production Design nominee and Best Visual Effects winner, Avatar The Way of Water. The December 16, 2022 sci-fi epic, which made $2.320 billion worldwide, making it the highest growth, the third highest grossing film in history and the highest grossing film since the COVID-19 pandemic began, stars Sam Worthington, Kate Winslet, Sigourney Weaver, Stephen Lang, Zoe Saldana, Giovanni Risby, Joel David Moore, and CCH Ponder. Sixteen years after the events of the first film, former paraplegic, paraplegic human turned permanent Navi Jake Sully has a peaceful life as chief as the Matakaya clan on Pandora, raising a family with wife Nahitiri, his sons Loak and Nedayam, and daughter Tuck, and his adopted daughter Kiri, born from Grace Augustine's comatose Navi, Navi avatar, and a human boy named Spider, Miles Quarrow's son who was born on Pandora. But soon... A familiar threat from his past returns to finish what was previously started, having to flee the area they call home and take refuge with another Navi tribe. Jake works with Neytiri and the army of Navi race to protect their home. According to IMDb.com, there's a 13-year gap between the first Avatar film and this one, giving one of the Big, longest development times, as it was around almost right after the first film's massive success. Carrie is said to be 14 years old, suggesting she was born in the year 2055, a year after the events of the first film. Coming to the DVD level this Friday, this week, is the computer animated adventure comedy. The Super Mario Brothers movie. This April 5th release, which grossed over 1.328 billion power boxes worldwide, starts the talents of Jack Black, Chris Pratt, Charlie Day, Keegan Michael Key, Seth Rogen, Kevin Michael Richardson, Sebastian Maniscalco, Fred Armisian, and Anna Taylor Joy. It invites audiences into a vibrant new universe unlike they've one they've ever seen before. While working underground to fix a busted water pipe, Brooklyn plumbers Mario and his brother Luigi are transported down a mysterious pipe into a magical world. But the tune soon gets separated, and Mario embarks on a epic quest to find Luigi, who's been captured by the cruel Bowser who has a plot for that world's domination. With the aid of a Mushroom Kingdom resident named Toad and training from the beautiful but strong-willed Mushroom Kingdom ruler Princess Peach, Mario will have to tap into his own hidden power 
Will they be able to save Luigi in the world? According to IMDb.com, the spiky red shell turtle-like creatures Bowser didn't, doesn't know the name of are spiny from the 1985 Super Mario Brothers game. And Jack Black actually used Darth Vader as inspiration for his Bowser voice. Finally, out on DVD this week is the action thriller John Wick Chapter 4. This March 24th release, which made over $432 million worldwide, becoming the series' highest-grossing film, stars Keanu Reeves, Bill Sarsgaard, Lance Reddick in one of his final roles, Lawrence Fishburne, Donnie Yen, Ian McShane, and Hiroyuki Sonata. Legendary hitman John Wick finds the bounty on his head grow as he looks for a way to defeat the high table forever. But before he can earn his freedom, he must now face a new nemesis with powerful global allies. Will he ever get out from under their grip? Did you know this is Lance Reddick's final completed film role before his unforeseen March 17th death, just a week before the film opened? This isn't his final appearance as the character Charon, I mean, Kieran, as he's confirmed to have shot scenes for the 2024 ballerina spinoff. Keanu Reeves and the other stars of the film actually wore blue ribbons at the premiere to honor him. And the filmmakers confirmed that a dedication to card to him was added to the end of the credits. And what's neat is Keanu Reeves only speaks just 380 words in this film. This is one of the lowest word counts ever spoken for a main character in a movie. That's all for this week's news, folks. So until we meet again, as always, stay safe. Stay safe and watch lots of movies and, I'll s- and get to the theater if you can. Bye now.